Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott on site at the Leon Center in Kingston. Hello, Scott. Oh, boy, Sean. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, let's get right into it, buddy. A lot going on in Kingston today. We have spent over a week in Kingston, seen 19 draws worth of games. And, Scott, today we were able to eliminate one more team. <laughs> yeah, one more team. That this was like so much fun. Uh, the scenario that you laid out to me before the draw started, yeah, almost happened. Yeah, to get five teams in, uh, at five teams all tied at the same record. But yes. uh, the way it shook out, we have Alberta, ten and one, number one seed. Yep. Uh, Team Saskatchewan winning against Newfoundland Labrador, Sean. They needed Ontario to beat Northern Ontario to, to sew up that second seed. Yes. If, if not, it would have gone to, I believe, it would, it would have gone to last uh, draw, like uh, last draw shot, and uh, they would have slipped down to uh, fourth place. Okay. Uh, with the eight and three teams, but for the first time in the history of uh, this format at the Briar, we see seven and four teams making uh, making it in. Yeah, so to play for just just crazy. So we have four teams tied at seven and four. Uh, team Canada, they get a win over Jason Gunlison. That's the team that's been eliminated. They were eliminated this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so. A pretty easy, straightforward win, it seemed like, for Kevin Cooey there. Uh, Northern Ontario, as you mentioned, they fall to Ontario. Ontario brings them back to 7-4. and four, And Alberta cracks a 3 in the 10th to win 4-2 to two over Mike McEwen and Team Wildcard. So we have now tomorrow, Wildcard will play Ontario. Northern Ontario will play Canada early. The two winners will play in the afternoon, and then the winner of that will play Brad Gushu tomorrow night in the 3-4 game. Yeah, so there's a, a double tie breaks. Uh, the the 1-2 game, as you know, it was scheduled to be at 7pm. Right. Uh, barring no tiebreakers, but now with the d- need for a double tiebreak, uh, the 1-2 game is pushed to 2 o'clock. Uh, the 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 3-4 whoever comes out of those two two games earlier in the day they're going to have to play a third game and uh it's it's that's going to be a long day right yeah cuz it's it's not just the three games it's the three games that are elimination games right we we seen this mm-hmm. in the in events before we're playing three games on the thursday has been very detrimental to teams if you had to play a tiebreaker thursday morning so now we're pushing that into a playoff format. Who I, I think, you know, Brad Gushu lost, and obviously if they, they won, they would have been in the 1-2 game. But they kind of won here too, I think, by getting whoever they get. Yeah, yeah. So so I tweeted it out as Stu was reading it to the crowd. 
who was going to play. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ontario wildcard, Northern Ont versus Team Canada. The winners advance, as you said. So, uh, and Sean, not only is it, you know, two elimination games, it's two elimination games against really good teams. Yeah. To get to a pretty rested Brad Gushu, who is, in, the, in their own right, a really great team. Yeah, but I mean, the seven teams that are still left are all great. They could all win this event, right? And, and sort of any permutation. You'd think. I, I think Saskatchewan is still... Uh, their game this afternoon, they, they sort of made a great shot to win it. Yeah, that's how they at, went tonight, too. At the end, and tonight, <laughs> the same thing. Like, they seem to be behind uh, the eight ball a bit, and then just, like, they, they make a great shot. Like, the hashtag Dunny Money. Yeah, don't give them is, a shot. Is the way it is. And, like, I, I don't think that they can win the, the whole thing. But I, I, but I, I don't know how you can say that now. I, I really don't. Right. They're in the one-two game. You're right. You're right. Uh, no idea. <laughs> they're, they're two games away from winning it. They are. They are. And I'm looking out here, Sean, on the sheets, and we have have been usually seeing teams practicing. Today we are not seeing any of that. We're seeing Team Botcher doing a bit of a debrief out here yeah. behind sheet B, and Adam. Adam Kingsbury and Matt Dunstone sitting there talking. So they're they're sort of probably, you know, like Adam said yesterday, deciding what to do for dinner or, uh, you know, uh, looking at the, the NBA scores from the West Coast starting to come in, stuff like that. And, uh, <laughs> who knows? But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, what a Bonco's day. Yeah, really, uh, really crazy day. Let's, t- let's talk a little bit about uh, what, what happens there. So... We'll talk. I'll, I'll talk with the, about the TV game, the Northern Ontario Ontario game. That's the one, obviously, I watched here in Ottawa, and uh, it was a really well played game, I think, all around. Uh, but Ontario just came up with those shots. The the three and five was obviously the key there. Uh, Brad Jacobs got into some trouble early in that end. A couple missed shots, a couple off off the guards. Um, you know they tr- they almost made uh, a triple there uh, at the end, but couldn't quite pull it off. Just a millimeter off, and mm. I just went underneath uh, a stone. So it was sort of in the what seven o'clock, sort of seven thirty position to a stone just behind the T line on the left side of the screen as we're looking at the overhead there, and they were trying to rub off to one all the way over at the three o'clock position. And it just went underneath. The shooter did as they were trying to go around the horn there. Great effort. Uh, Real but, good try. Yeah, yeah. but they, they get that three there. And Jacobs is able to fight back, get a, a two and seven, and then gives it right back an eight, which was a little it's a little tough to, to sort of deal with that. And then in the ninth end, I think the ninth end was, was the key here. Yeah, that you're right. Jacobs is sitting three. All of them are touching the button when... Epping goes to throw his last and makes an absolute beauty shot to remove one of them and make a very difficult draw for two that Jacob just can't make. Yeah, and I, and I tweeted from our uh, account there that I might have tried to play the intern with a bit of weight and get maybe you can get rid of two of them that way. Uh, the way that, you know, I, I also said that's why he's down there making shots and I'm up here. Right. Yeah, yeah, he... but. The danger with that was that you weren't going to get second shot, and then it was a free draw for for three. 
Right. But but you know he he did get second shot and then you know Jacobs tried to play it and it uh, overcrowed and only got one. Yeah. Yeah. So almost gave up a steal even right if you'd thrown it a little harder. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty close, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was dead. Vic was very worried. Yeah. As the Vic, stone was Vic, coming down. Uh, he did. I, I sort of had one ear, uh, earbud with the, the broadcast on. Yeah. And, yeah, he he had a lot of uh, you know, moments of panic tonight, moments of uh, big calls, you know. Yeah, uh, Vic, Vic was nope. in the zone. This was classic, no classic Vic. It was great. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so right next door was Saskatchewan, Newfoundland, and Labrador. Mention it. Matt Dunstone makes the uh, the shot to win on his last one. This is just what he does this week, it seems like. Oh, yeah. like, And it wasn't an easy shot, too. Uh, it, it was definitely there. Yeah. Uh, like, I think uh, Gushu's last one sort of stuck out a little bit too much, uh, leaving that opportunity. Uh, but, uh, I mean... Gushu's team played 92. Dunstone's team threw 90. They, everyone was on fire all night. Three blanks in the middle weren't typical running up and down blanks. They were, they were like, uh, uh, you know, trying to get stuff going and then not having it work out. Uh, I was a little surprised that Gushu tried to get his two in the ninth. He had a chance. It was there was just the Newfoundland Labrador stone in the house. Nothing else out front or in the house, and and he you know drew open to to try and get his two. And you know in hindsight you look at that and you say maybe you try and blank and keep the hammer for the tenth and get your two. I'm I'm of the school that I like to be up without. Yeah, uh, that's sort of what they chose to do, and this time it didn't work. Right, and I think what you do there is is what you, what he did. You draw open, and you say, "Well, if you make a double, then okay, then I'm fine." Right? You yeah. don't. Right? You're not. You're not going to be crushed if it's a blank. Uh, but right. you're, I don't think you. I don't think it's it's behooves you to ever turn down a chance to score two. Yeah, I I think that's fair, and you know, uh, just because this one time it doesn't work out for you, doesn't mean it's going to be like that all the time. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have his stats in front of me for the season, but I can get them uh, of of being, you know, two up or one up without versus one down with. Yeah, uh, on average, it's about sixty percent, right? That, that yeah. you want to have that lead. Yeah, which is why when like teams like Kevin Cooey always do that, um. Like they want to be down with the hammer. Yeah. I always think like, what the heck? What? Why would you guys want to do that? But, you know, they're the, the you know, they they sort of prove that it works for them. Yeah, they're the best in the world. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this time uh, it certainly works out for Dunstone. Scott, you had a chance to talk to Matt Dunstone after this afternoon's game, after another crazy finish for them, uh, and a big win over Manitoba where he sort of rubs one in, sort of a ticks an outside rock that uh, Jason Gunlickson had thrown, and uh, very critical on the broadcast they were of this uh, of this call. And uh, 
he's able to, it's not quite a double, but he's able to move the stones far enough to get to win 9-8 over Manitoba. So here's what Matt Dunstone had to say after this afternoon's game. Pretty wild, isn't it? Uh, this is uh, this is going to go down as, as the strongest Briar field of, of all time. And, and I have a funny feeling it's only going to get stronger from here. So, uh, I mean, it's 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 great for great for TV, great for us players. I mean, the, the atmosphere out there is it's so it's so tense, it's so exciting. Um, it, it's a pretty fun atmosphere to be a part of. Always, always fun when you make a big one during the game, too. Yeah, that too, <laughs> exactly. You guys had a big day yesterday. How do you regroup after that and come in today? Yeah, you had to, you, you know, we, we went 6-1 and one for a reason, it, it, to, to give us that, that little bit of leniency, and, and uh, we spent our spent our two uh, L's that we could afford early and, and you know, put ourselves in must-win mode. The, the conversation yesterday was, A, we would have taken 6-3 and three at the beginning of the week, and the next one was let's have fun with this. This is the atmosphere is is unbelievable. This is the 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 eight teams that are here are the top eight in in the country, and and you know it's it's just fun to be battling battling it out with them and, and just enjoy today. Whether I mean you could curl 95% and still lose out here. So I mean just just try and have fun with it and uh, take the W's if they come our way. Did you did you see that uh, shot right away as soon as uh, Connor's last came to came to a stop? Yeah, didn't see uh, didn't see much else. I thought it was going to be a little tricky to stick for two-ish. Um, uh, obviously, we knew we couldn't hit it too thin. Um, just came up enough, and uh, the, the little sweep from Oski at the end helped her out. So, Scott, there's Matt Dunstone, obviously in very good spirits after the afternoon game. Would have been in probably even better spirits tonight. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he does seem, like looking at him right now, he does seem pretty uh, fired up. So, uh, yeah, the way he talked about it there, like, like he, he's in a zone where he's, if he sees a shot, he can make a shot. And if a, a team leaves him something, uh, you know, I, I would be a little, a little nervous leaving him anything. Yeah, I agree. The way they're playing, or the way he's playing, it, uh, it is phenomenal. So uh, mm-hmm. let's also talk about, let's just move across the street, Alberta and Team Wildcard game, Scott, where there were six points scored in four ends. So we had six blanks here. Yeah, that one was pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> I, I I tweeted that I, I had stopped watching the Alberta or the Canada Manitoba game because I couldn't keep track of everything that was going on, and that was sort of as Alberta Wildcard was getting into it. You know, they were yeah. lots of rocks in play those last four ends. Uh, there was a blank in nine. Uh, nine is at the opposite end of where the media bench is, so it's harder to see honestly what's going on over there. Plus, I had other uh, games going on, uh, but yeah, like the Mike McEwen was like very disappointed with his last shot. Brendan Botcher was running, like sprinting down the ice, basically, <laughs> to play this around the horn double, knowing he didn't really have much to lose. Right? They were in the one-two game. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Molding tapped the rocks first, and Botcher says, "Yep, okay." And off they go. Um, a brilliant shot that was left by a mistake by Team Wildcard. Yes. I saw uh, I saw Reed Carruthers down there in the marshalling area. They he uh, was the first team All Star third this week, so he was waiting to get you know the award and the pictures taken. And I said, uh, "Oh, congratulations on the award." And he said, "Yeah, yeah, but it's a bit a little bittersweet right now." Right. Which is you know, fair enough, right? Uh, but they still got uh, an opportunity to 
to get into those playoffs. Yeah, they got to take the long road now. But, uh, I mean, honestly, there's no shame in losing to, uh, to Team Alberta the way they're playing this week. No, not at all. And, and at least on TV, that shot looked... I, 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 hate, I hate to say it looks simple, but compared to some of the other... Like the Gunlickson shot to win, for instance, right? It looked mm-hmm. straightforward compared to that. But anything would look straightforward compared to that. You know, it, it looked pretty natural, especially how hard... Uh, Brandon Botcher can throw it. You know, he threw it with the intern, so it's gonna. It, you knew it was gonna come off the the stone that he was hitting a little lower, and go right into that other, uh, the other stone, and sort of come back with the around the horn. So you know, it looked pretty natural on TV at least. So I have sort of had this I had confidence that he was gonna make it, um, just for how hard now accurate he can throw it. I'll say this too, Scott, about Team Wildcard that. You know, Vic was on the broadcast tonight. They talked a lot about they've been really playing a lot of open ends, a lot of blank ends. They have blanked 19 times, which is actually the same number of times that Alberta has blanked. And then four. Uh, Alberta has been involved in more blanks overall, but Alberta's scoring more points as well. So, you know, Wildcard scored just over six points a game this week, but they were only giving up. Uh, four, just over four and three quarters, but they've only given up two steals against. So they're playing pretty defensively, it seems. They're bailing out early. You know, they're not giving up a lot of multiples. They're not getting a lot of multiples either, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. So that's the strategy that they've seemed to have played. They were criticized earlier in the week, uh, at least on Twitter, in one of the games, I can't remember which one, for playing a lot of blank ends. And. Colin Hodgson was like, well, deal with it. <laughs> that was basically his response, yeah. <laughs> which is fair, I think, uh, to, <laughs> to have that response. So, you, But you, you look overall, when, when you're looking at tomorrow, I kind of hope that it's Northern Ontario, Canada, as the feature in the morning just because of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you'd rather watch uh, teams that are willing to mix it up a bit. Now, the thing is, Cooey is also... Uh, had a lot of blank ends uh, this week as Team Canada uh, looking leading into today's games was 25% uh, of of their ends where they had hammer they blanked so uh, you know not uh, not not great no so uh, one of the things I did today Sean I tweeted it, this out it was uh, a little a pretty simple formula of uh, adding the good things and subtracting the bad things from uh, the percentages. Yes. So I, I only used percentages, and I took the multiple points scored for with the hammer versus stolen ends for, and I added those, and then subtracted the stolen ends against and the multiple points against as well. Uh, and the top teams for that, uh, I would have said Northern Ontario was number one, uh, Canada two, and Newfoundland three, and not none of those teams finished in the top two, but uh, they are teams that we're going to see it this weekend, uh, or at least tomorrow playing. So uh, that was a pretty pretty decent guide for what was going to play out. Alberta was the next team down in fourth place uh, uh, on that sort of metric. Right. Uh, so I thought like that was kind of a good way to have a high glance value and 
to what are the good teams here. Mm-hmm. The thing about that is Saskatchewan was not one of those great teams. They're, uh, when you add all those percentages together, they were at a plus 10 uh, in sixth place behind uh, the, the fifth place team was at plus 23 and then a big a big dip right down to, to Saskatchewan there. So uh, for them to be at second place, I think there's a little bit of luck in it and there's a little bit of um, like good shot making at the right time. For sure. Like luck, absolutely, right? James Grattan just absolutely cratering on mm-hmm. Sunday morning after getting into a big lead. That's pretty lucky. Jim Cotter missing his last two shots in the 10th end to allow... And Laycock one. And Laycock missing one to allow a four in the 10th end. That's pretty lucky. Kevin Cooey missing a wide open blank attempt in the 9th end to give you the hammer back. That's mm-hmm. pretty lucky. So they they have been the beneficiaries of some lucky spots here, but you know as as Matt Dunstone said in the the interview that we ran already is you know they they lost the two games yesterday, then they come out today and they win the two that they need to to win. It's at some point that luck in an event it, it's. I, I hate to say the luck isn't lucky, but you, you, they're getting these opportunities. They've taken the advantage of them. Now they're in as good of a position as anyone else, safe Alberta, who is in a better position because they get the last rock tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right about that. Uh, um, they're in, and it doesn't matter how you got there, right? Uh, like we say, there's no there's no pictures in the box score. Yeah, the four teams that are now scheduling wake-up calls for like five o'clock tomorrow morning would gladly switch spots with uh, Saskatchewan and change the trade the weeks that they've had. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly, no question. And, so and, let's, uh, I was, I was hoping to go to morning classes tomorrow to uh, learn a bit more, but uh, whew, this is going to be early. <laughs> it is going to be early. So uh, let's talk with the team. They'll be playing team Alberta. They get through at 10 and one, two games clear of everybody else and just you know ho-hum playing great not you know just uh, what i what i do like about this team scott uh, amongst some other things but is that for as excitable as darren molding can be he's not nearly as up and down as he was he's Mm -hmm. a lot more consistent and there's just a positivity from the team like when when darren molding misses he's more like Ah, shucks. <laughs> than anything else, right? Like, Team Canada was the on the feature game this afternoon. And, again, I don't know who's paying Ben's fines, but, you know, I hope it's not coming out of, like, his kid's college or anything. Um, <laughs> but, you know, th- you just don't get yeah. that out of this Alberta team. And, you know, in this era where all these guys are hyper-competitive and, and super into the game, and I, I know those four guys are as well, it just comes across, at least on TV, really differently. And in person, it does as well. You know, there's just a calmness to them that I find kind of reassuring for some reason. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that, Sean. Uh, like, Darren Molding is a super chill dude. We've heard him many times on the Two Girls in a Game podcast and uh, the, the little talk I had with him earlier this week. He's, he's like, much more zen about curling and life uh, versus where he was like three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Uh, he's gotten on with a team that he knows is good. 
he dresses Skip, and he like their whole team is pretty chill. I had a chance actually to talk to uh, Brad Thiessen this afternoon, Sean. Uh, did you know that he has a voice? No. And uh, I was shocked yeah. when you I was shocked when you sent me this file. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty good because we never get to hear. Uh, from him, it seems, with you know, uh, Botcher's always being interviewed and Molding's always being interviewed. Carrick Martin, you know, his dad is a pretty famous curler, so uh, I talked to Brad Thiessen a bit. Uh, let's take a listen to that. Well, I wanted to say first off, congratulations on uh, the birth of your new edition. Yeah, thanks. Uh, just just a week, uh, week old. Yeah, two weeks old now. Two yeah, weeks yeah now? just two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll. Uh, and it was good. Yeah, like had it had the baby about a week before yeah then didn't get sleep for the full week and then came here to get some rest so. right on. yeah i'm sure he'll have a lot of uh duties once you get back home right? oh yeah 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 right on yeah right on another good game for you guys today uh how easy is it to sweep when your back ends curling 100 percent um it's i mean it's as hard as it always is but okay. i'm putting we're putting in a lot of effort out there so but yeah, they're making us look good and vice versa, I think. So it's working out well. Like things are just, okay. things are rolling for sure. Yeah, right on. And uh, sweeping the way you guys sweep is uh, a lot of work. Yeah. What do you guys do during the event to make sure that you don't, uh, you know, you like uh, lose too much? Um, rest as much as possible, I think. Yeah. That's just, what we try. Just as whenever we can rest, we try to get it. Right on. Yeah. So uh, back to the hotel or the, the house yeah. now for, for Yeah, some back rest. to the hotel, have a quick nap, yeah. come back for big game tonight against Wildcard, and yeah. hopefully things go well, yeah. Right on. So you're booked into the playoffs now, hey? I believe so, yeah. I believe. I was told we're in the 1-2 for sure, but okay. well, that's, don't know. Well, that's great. Uh, it's a position you guys have been in uh, the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a little bit better than the last couple of years, actually, even, yeah. Okay, so do you do you guys, like, lean on that experience from the oh, last yeah. couple of years? For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we know what, we kind of know what to expect now, and we know how it feels, so. Um, yeah, we're in a better spot than we were last year. We're one win ahead, so. So, good comments there from Brad Thiessen, and, and as he says, Scott, they are ahead of where they were the past two years when they were when they made the final right they had to play in the three four game both years this year they get that one two spot yeah so we'll we'll see if they're able to uh, you know take that and translate it into uh, further success uh, you know it's hard to beat finishing second you know you got to win but yeah. uh I, I think right now they're the favorites yeah, and I think it, it, you're, you'd be hard-pressed to say anything other than that, that they're, that they're the favorites heading into the weekend. Uh, but, you know, you'll look and see what happens with the game against Saskatchewan. They beat them uh, yesterday in the first game of the championship pool 9-5, to and that was the TV game as well there. Uh, and uh, got it to – it was tied after 8, so, you know, it was nip and tuck pretty much the whole way some misses both ways i think darren molding struggled certainly early in that game his numbers ended mm-hmm. up pretty good but first half of the game he wasn't very good but uh overall it was uh an impressive performance yeah yeah like uh like i say there, there's not much to choose between these two teams here if botcher's on and dunstone isn't that's gonna be the difference i think it'll come down to how the skips play 
uh, to be honest. Yeah, and I, I think, too, like, pay attention, I think, to Braden Muscawi in this spot, too. Well, Darren Molding, for that matter, too. But this is – I know they won a Grand Slam. I know they won a Curling World Cup event. But, you know, the Briar's different, and this is their first time now into the playoffs, into a really heavy spot like this. It would be – Maybe being in that one-two game it will be better for them because it's not an elimination game, so they won't press as much as what we've seen other times with this team. But just keep an eye on that and and to you know see if Kingsbury can make sure that the chatter stays up, that you know the good vibes, you know body language, all that kind of stuff that is really does feed into making shots. Just to make sure that that continues through this game, and if they start to get tight, you know Brendan Botcher and his team probably won't yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. uh sean anything else you want to talk about because i think i need to go to the patch after that <laughs> yeah i think i think you've earned it buddy uh the only other thing i'll say is that i still i think it's remarkable that we've uh been at this now for eight days and i've maybe said eight words about kevin cooey he's the defending champion they're seven <laughs> and four they're into this th- like they've just it's been so unremarkable how They've played, I think, great. He he's made the the crazy shot to win. He's uh, they've played well. They've they've done everything they need to do. Seven and four, it, it's a good record. They've you know the game against Northern Ontario today wasn't great, but they're just a little bit off, and yet I I still be scared of them if I was anybody else in the field, right? Like if I'm if I'm Brendan Botcher, part of me is maybe thinking. I wish I had made that draw to win last night and just put a mm. stake through their heart so that, right. you know, if they come through and, and if he sees them in the final or the semifinal, if he loses, that's uh, not going to be a good feeling for him or for anyone else for that matter. No, no, that'll be that, that'll be a good storyline should that uh, happen to occur. I, it, it, yeah, like I, he could have dealt him the, the final death blow and, uh, <laughs> It wasn't able to do it. So, yeah, that's definitely something to look out for tomorrow. Yes. So, again, the games kick off tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. We have Wildcard and Ontario Team Canada against Northern Ontario. The 1-2 game will be played tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. That's Alberta, Saskatchewan, and the two winners from the morning will also be playing. So a bunch of bonus curling there in Kingston. And then the 3-4 game, whoever gets through that little mini four-team tournament gets Brad Gushu tomorrow night in a single-sheet draw. So what would have been normally two draws of single sheets, got tomorrow turns into three draws, two of which have double sheets. It's all the more action to uh, to cover here from the media bench. It's getting really fun. Sean, I got a message today from two girls in a game saying, hey, where are you guys? Come say hi. So I did. Nice. I went up and and met Lori and Mary, and it was very nice. And uh, they were wowed at how we do so many podcasts. And and (laughs) what I I told them was, we go for quantity, not quality. (laughs) Right? That's what we do, yeah. They they take care of the quality. We're on the quantity side. All good. And, and, you know, uh, it was really nice to meet them and uh, say hi. And they were super nice, so... Uh, I just wanted to give them a little shout-out. Yeah, definitely shout-out to two girls in a game. And, uh, yeah, very exciting that they're there. And th- they let us use their seats last weekend. So, Yeah, uh, yeah. Now I moved down to 
Katrina seats. Uh, yeah, so you're still that. You're still the seat of, yeah. of her. Well, she's playing in a spiel this weekend, so uh, okay, that's all good. good. All right, good stuff. So uh, Scott, go sleep fast. We'll uh, pay attention tomorrow from the arena. You're tweeting up a storm, doing a great job on Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod as well at Scott Likes TV. I'm at Doctor Shawnee Fever to give the TV perspective of all the mm-hmm. events and of course uh you can email the show game of stones podcast at gmail.com and follow along by subscribing to the show on apple google spotify stitcher wherever it is you get your shows we're going live two more times or nearly live two more times saturday night sunday night for the 2020 briar and this is definitely surpassed our expectations we knew it was going to be a fun week when the, the as the provincials were going on and this has been spectacular, been a lot of fun, and uh, really excited for the playoffs. Somehow, we still have seven teams in the in contention. So uh, uh, it'll be a long day tomorrow, Scotty, but it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait. All right, so we'll be back with you tomorrow night. But until then, everybody, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final...